0: Welcome citizens. You're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now.
1: Hey everyone, Global boys here. New Amsterdam Radio starts now. The crown jewel. I love that I had that little question mark in the ad at the top of the show. Uh, newAmsterdam.com. And I am enjoying Little Friday, been in- out with a friend for some coffee this morning. It's always great to go outside, especially with the events of 2020, to connect with actual human beings. And if you guys are listening right now and you wait to your, your own meetings, just make sure it's the bit of eye contact, a bit of shared space can mean the world to your disposition. Uh, if you guys haven't already, newamsterdam.com and follow the show at newamsterdam on Instagram and at new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. But today... I want to talk to you about nutritional diversity, something I hadn't really thought about until I came across this site here, nddiets.com and nutritionaldiversity.com, and I thought it was going to be interesting, so I wanted to sit with the man behind that, Mr. Brandon Eisler, to see his perspective of what it means to eat right so you can feel right. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. If you guys are listening on that Apple podcast, drop a review. That means the world to me. That gets to increase the visibility of new Amsterdam ring to new people, new ears. And if you want to be on the show as well, you guys can also hit me up personally on that Twitter, at Flowable Voice, or tag me on that Instagram, at FlowBito. I'm always interested to sit down and chat with people that not only know their why, but their how. Now, without any further ado, my chat with Brandon Eisler. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio the podcast for thinkers, creatives, and doers. It is I, the Mayor of Lobo Boys, in the Mayor's office. And as always, I am not alone. I'm being joined by someone who's going to teach me a little bit about nutritional diversity. Please welcome uh, Brandon Eisler to the show. How's it going, sir?
0: Hey, good, good. Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, it's a lot of fun. So you're actually broadcasting from Panama, all places.
0: Yeah, I'm in Chiriqui. I'm in the center region of Panama, about eight degrees from the equator.
1: I have not got that close. I've got as close as Costa Rica. That's as far as I've been. Uh, <laughs>
0: Costa Rica's cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: cool piece of So, so what? What is you? Do, what are you up to today? What are you working on right now? And uh, the whole scheme of things.
0: Oh well, we've got a list of stuff. Um, I was just finishing up some stuff on an X Prize submission actually, uh, for Elon Musk's X Prize Carbon Removal Competition. And um yeah, so we worked with a couple of mathematicians from Mexico City and put together a uh, a proposal for that just just for fun. And then because in our crazy heads, we also think we have the answer to that. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: So let's talk about this. While you're in Panama, you're working with a, a nutritional diversity institute. And that's the first I've ever heard about your organization. So, like, like, clue me in. Like, what is it about? What makes your work so important? Why are you devoting so much of your time and life to this institute?
0: Okay. Well, there's no other educational track like this. In fact, like when you get into diet and nutritional science, um, well, I guess you could use the current health results to give you the answer of how against the grain that field of study is in mainstream academia. So Nutritional Diversity Institute is actually a creation of its own. It's financed by a vacation house and we pursue an avenue of biological study that just doesn't seem to click with mainstream academic biological study. Yeah. Right, because um, they're off.
1: Right. What what made you discover that ways or path? I mean, it takes a lot to think it and a lot to tell your friends about it, but you are devoting your life to making this thing uh, accessible to people.
0: Yeah, well, I'm one of the few people that crossed the line and actually got the requisite diet down, which is above 70 species of non-monoculture substance, which means nothing from the grocery store, everything from a small farmer. Or a, or a diverse grower, which is a really underground like subculture genre of agriculture right now, but it's the future. Because um, once people learn about the toxins that are used and the toxic method that's used to produce what they're eating today, um, if they come into a health issue, which is what happened to me, I came into a health issue mm-hmm. of my own and i didn't want to cure it through pills or through the doctors and i've always known there's been a problem there through other experiences in my life so um another long story short i had the opportunity to come down to panama where you know um, the basis for pharmaceuticals exist right and um, i started studying all these tropical plants and i figured out here how to cure my own issue and um pretty much every issue because what i figured out is what we eat now is a spectrum diet like three to 25 species of food if you think about what's in the grocery store that's what's in the grocery store right okay so and all of these are monoculture produce that's the same plant planted every, uh, over and over and again for miles i don't know where we got the idea from we didn't get it from nature because nature's millions of different species growing together yeah and so um you can pretty much chase down most health crises today that are huge. Obesity, diabetes, Crohn's disease, all these big things that are jumping up. You can pretty much chase back to agricultural chemicals or just the fact that we're malnutritioned, having less species than is actually required as an animal and nature on this planet. See, every other animal and nature on this planet is eating upwards of 60 species. So we've, we've, we have a 60 species minimum. And, and to answer your question, I came into the diet to cure my own issue.
1: Yeah. So when you say that, how did you get the number 60 is it independent research as is, is trial and error. Like how did you come across the 60 being the threshold for most human beings?
0: Yeah. Well, we had to have a number number one and number sure. two, um, it's, it's double what we've got now. So it's just enough and it's, it's reasonable enough. See, this is really hard because yeah. you're going to have to go to a whole different source to get your food. You need to go to a permaculture farmer or seven of them, right? Yeah. To get this 60 species of non-toxic food. So, um, you know, once you get that put together, uh which which is difficult, that is just enough to show a clear athletic Result, I mean, we have to be getting results in every case study that we do. Sure. So, um, with all, you know, I've got a tight little group of, of next tier down trainers now. And, yeah. um, so that's, that's the number that everybody's got to go with to just make sure. And I mean, it's incredible, man. Once you really get that number sunk in on a person and you're using these diverse species in every case in every category, people feel the best they've ever felt. Like, we right. already know everything they're going to say. Every healing condition, athletic performance condition that they have. Um, you know, I'm tr- I'm talking to a couple UFC guys right now because it's just like, hey, listen, if you have somebody in the gym who's benched, why not find out if we can turn their fingernail and hair growth rate up to 20 miles an hour? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to, to per, put their put their, um, their recovery in, in, in much less time and, and much better recovery. Like as far as substance, you know, if you want to heal a bone back to not have that problem anymore, that's a, that's very much so a nutritional approach.
1: I, that's a very interesting concept. Uh, just, I think I'm a, a semi healthy person. I mean, I've been known to go off the beaten path and get something deep fried every once in a while, but right. I, I, I live in Los Angeles, which is a very big city, but we have grocery stores. The one you're talking about, if I right. wanted to start something that was more diverse, how'd I go about doing that? I don't know what a perma is. Brandon, help me out.
0: All right. Well, you know what? There's a guy in Los Angeles called Ron Finley. They call him the gangster gardener. and uh yeah yeah you could look this guy up and um he's done ted talks and all kinds of really incredible stuff and he's motivated his community to do a lot of growing i mean that's the thing right if we live in the city we're forced to go to the grocery store and that grocery store is on this you know monoculture trucked in situation you know um so in the city you know I, i highly recommend urban gardening number one uh rooftop conversions number two And, and, and three um, buyer groups, buyer groups is like, um, and this is where another one, one business opportunity comes into is like, uh, so I can go find all the permacultures, get together the, the diet for me and my family. Now we're healthy. And since I've already done all this organizational and buying project, now I can start offering this to my friends. Hey, listen, you got to get off this food. you got to get off the bad oils. You know, right. I've got right. this guy who makes a handcrafted oil. Uh, that's another thing people, I, I've discovered along this journey, is like uh, all the seed-based oils, hydrogenated vegetable oils, those things are terrible for our, it's the process that's involved, this uh, complicated industrious process, which is huge carbon emission, right? Also, um, it's a monoculture. Every time they do it, whether it's palm oil or whatever, um, these are mon- monoculture farming installations. And here's another thing that people don't realize about the monoculture farming installations is that, um, well, every time they spray these chemicals and every time they perform these uh, things, which are getting worse by the year, right. um, they, what we are doing is killing off shelves of pollinators every single time or mutating them. I don't know which is worse, right? And um, yeah, so all these huge GMO um, chemical monoculture things are like probably the largest ecological threat on the planet and no one is talking about that. And just like just like right now, you know what I mean? Not not one single mention, nobody used the immune system as the best defense. And not one single mention, mention of the seven billion masks that are going into the planet every day. When you know there's no mention ever of this um, island of trash in between Hawaii and California that's already bigger than the size of, of Texas. Anyway, I went off on a little rant there, but <laughs> but um, be- back to the, the idea, once you get your, um, your education s- together and you can educate the people around you and you've already organized the diet, once they hear what you have to say, and I'm like, okay, I'll take some of that, please, right? right? And so now you've got a little business, man, and you can start subsidizing your own stash for a while. And then until the point where you can have uh, 50 clients in town and then you're the go-to guy. And I've seen this happen several times. There's a guy who went back home to Czechoslovakia after working with us as a student. And he he did this with his friends and family. And and so they're all now on the diet. And he's calling me back saying, oh, yeah, I'm doing five pull-ups all of a sudden. I haven't really, you know, it's just been a few weeks. So um, you can see it take off fast in people's life to help them, you know, you know, not just health, but if, if they wanted to just make a lifestyle of it, which would be the best health result too, right?
1: Right. So, and, and I understand that. It's definitely something I haven't really paid much attention to, and I'm glad to have you on the show. Uh, but tell me more about your team. I mean, I know you have the idea, you have the hypothesis, but you're working on the research to underscore your findings. How do you communicate with your, your team and your partners to make that a possibility?
0: Yeah, um, that's a pretty interesting thing, right? Um, WhatsApp. <laughs> like okay. I say what's up is a big part of it, but yeah, we're all spread out, man. We're it, At this point, I've just sort of, after 10 years, man, I've sort of like surfaced up to this cream level where I'm, I'm I'm fortunately in contact with all these brilliant minds on a regular basis who have done all this excellent stuff. So I finally feel like I've been, uh, you know, fallen into the groove of the record that just has a really nice, calm beat but before it was very chaotic and um like lots of interchange and a lot of just come in to learn for a few weeks with you guys and help out in the field and, and take off and there wasn't a lot of like real steady permanent membership outside well here's the thing I've got like several clients in the personal training realm just because okay. that's that's w- what I'm into I'm a lifelong athlete right and um so, uh, you know, I love the train and, uh, I have a bunch of clients that I carried with me down from, from before I was ever in Panama and I have called them up and be like, Hey, you got to check this out. So I've got a little spread of guys, um, that have come down and train with me on a regular basis. And there's slots for more of that. Like I'd like to do a lot more of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then with dude, I've got guys all over the place right now in several different places and I'm in contact with them. And I, uh, again, I feel very honored to be uh, respected and accepted by some of these really, really heavy duty, high dollar farm investors ar- across the Central American region, including Costa Rica. I go to Costa Rica a lot.
1: We yeah, were talking before that, that like when I was uh, in college, I went to Costa Rica to finally study Spanish because I'm totally terrible at it. <laughs> and it was so much fun because you're right, the diet is different. Once you leave the United States, but when you decided to make this your career, or make this your path. I mean, what was your your network like in the states? Were they were they all aboard with that? They're like, oh yeah, that's a cool endeavor. Did it seem like it was a folly's journey? Like, what was the the the, the, the feeling when you decided I'm going to go and learn more about nutritional diversity?
0: Okay, well, I, yeah, I so so I was a I'm an honor, honorably served um, veteran from the search of we, weapons of mass destruction. Right, so. Yeah. Um, Thank you for your service? Yeah, so right correct. Yeah, the United States Navy. Um yeah. and so when I came back, um you know, I hit the ground running real real hard. Uh I had the GI bill. I wanted to make a relationship with my daughter. is what happened. And um and that didn't work out. And it, well, it worked out for a while, but then um There's this, this, uh, see, now we're going to take a little right turn here, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so this thing that they clinically call parental alienation in the States now happened to me and, uh, dude, that sent me through a loop, like Mm -hmm. it sent me through a real deal loop and, and, um, I had to figure out what I was going to do to be able to think a clear, clear thought that when this kind of a thing happens to you, it's like having someone stepping on the side of your head right, and, and trying to, trying to work through your day. So I really just had to go to take a clinic on myself and get through that. And um, and so and that's what I did. So I really was never even concerned, Um, you know, and once I found this, I was really on my knees just like, oh, my God, thank God I found this. How am I one of the only people in the world who's actually eating like a diet that all the other animals in nature are, you know, we're eating a curiously narrow diet spectrum a very toxic food is it, once you figure it this once you've learned what i've learned it's it's no doubt that we have a health crisis that we do and as far as like um, athletic performance is concerned and we're not doing anything close to our potential because of this diet and you know supplements help people get to a certain point and other things help people get to a certain point point. and i tell people over and over and again but the guys who have come down here and experience this, and I, there's recordings of them, and we're trying to do more and all that stuff. Man, they, they, there's no going back for them. There's no going back for me. Uh, it's just it's just like I go back into the cities and I spend three weeks, and you can already feel the effects starting to dissipate.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if someone if someone's interested in learning more about that, like how can they one make a, a start today to to start that, and two, how they can learn more about what you're working on and the studies you're you're supporting right now currently.
0: Okay, so you want to get a hold of small farmers in your area that are growing a diverse a thing. And permaculture is the search term, permaculture. It's an abbreviation of permanent culture. It was coined by Bill Mollison back in the 60s, and he wrote a permaculture design manual. So if you want to do this on your own, you can do this on your own. And that's really the best way. And there's even some, some, some serious theoretical but more than theoretical science behind the idea that your relationship to nature could be co-beneficial like you could have a relationship with your garden that actually knows you and produces nutrition specifically to what you need and and um so whether you want to bite that off or not um most definitely the small farmer is the way to go permaculturist there's more of them than you think, likely, in the Los Angeles, in the California area. There's tons of them. I've seen plenty of permacultures there. So you want to get a hold of permacultures and start stacking up your refrigerator with 60 minimum things from those places.
1: Yeah. And,
0: um, and if you want to learn more about what we're doing and just specific items, and we've all also started to cover items that are offered as far as like supplements and, and special order, because you might as well take advantage of that. You know. You can get 10 herbs from India, 10 herbs from here for sure, right, with the ordering systems um, online and everything. So NutritionalDiversity.com is what we're trying to populate with as much information as possible. And there's tons of learning to be had there. And there, we're even getting hooked up by these people with, like, a, a state-of-the-art online classes thing because um, they want to – facilitate this as an online class mm-hmm. and then we have a tropical retreat with some yoga pros from from my hometown albuquerque yeah that you know yeah they, they grew up around me um uh, that they, they, they know me from my my 20-year friend cj what's up cj what up and <laughs> and um and they're going to be facilitating a yoga slash and these guys have traveled to india a whole bunch of times and All all, this, you know, there's like high ranking um, yoga experiences. And uh, so they're going to be facilitating like, uh, like off and on, you know, classes, retreat, retreat groups.
1: Yeah, I'm actually looking at this now. Nutritionaldiversity.com, and there's also the uh, the sister companion site nddiet.com uh, that has more information there. But if someone wanted to connect with you after hearing today's interview a New Amsterdam, how to go about doing that there?
0: Um, I guess probably Instagram. Instagram, we have nutritional diversity on Instagram, and come down. I mean, if you're really serious, if you have a health issue that you want, that's what I'm really doing right now. Is myself personally is working with like high-level health issues to develop, um, you know, heavy-hitting case study for this. So if somebody wants to take and you know wants to attack their issue using an all-natural system, this is the tip of the spear for it, right? So, um, so we've got that. And then if somebody wants to come down here and double their athletic performance and um, athletic injury recovery time then um like i'm really really way open for that and we've got everything organized down here as far as like having blood work done and working with uh, several different professionals so people feel safe and comfortable and um and we can produce like a solid result all natural result which is just like completely invaluable right now and um, that's what's really taking off so that's probably what 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 I should focus on. Yeah, that.
1: for sure. Check it out. Nutritionaldiversity.com. Brandon, thanks so much for being on the show. New Amsterdam, the podcast for creators. Any last thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Um, no, no. Thank you very much, man, for having me. And um, really, really appreciate being here. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.